This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two-in-four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blueculinary. Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm an indie vet. I'm also home from work at 6 and already transformed into a princess. Mommy, put on your crown. That's because I've got complete control of my schedule, plenty of shifts that fit my life, and a team like no other. It's a whole new way to vet. Indie Vets. Someone's still gonna win, and it might be we got if 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 I know the field, you know just what half the field is playing badly. You know with golf, you can easily say, oh, the course must be hard. They're all playing bad. You know what I mean? It all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. And welcome in everybody to the show. Divots and Pivots here on a Tuesday night, as always, coming to you live on Twitter, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, we're here. We're continuing through our somewhat off-season of the golf world. But look, we do have action this week in the PGA. Uh, the Fortinet, Fortinet, is that how you say it? But is it, is it the Fortinet? I'm probably saying Fort, it wrong. Fortinet. 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 Yeah, Fortinet. Now, I'm going to go and I'm going to go ahead and early and disagree with you. And we're going to go ahead and start the show off like that there we go. Um, because there is no off season. There we are right back into it. The Fortinet is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, Max Homa and his mustache are going to try to defend slightly larger purse. So you got a little heftier field, maybe a little more attention just because of the nature of things, quote unquote, in the state of golf, that's uh, that's called a tease, Andrew. We're going to talk about the state of golf in a little bit, but um, also President's Cup is is right around the quarter. So you got some of the guys who are getting those last licks in, some a little bit of tune up um, for for both sides, and then in Chicago at the Har- at Harvest Farms, which I thought they just made that place up, but I guess the Sol- no, I guess the Solheim Cup was there in two thousand nine. Uh, and it's had some, it's had some other small events we'll talk about, but the sounds, sounds like a place I, you can take the family for a corn maze and some pumpkin picking. You just described, <laughs> you just described a live tour golf event, my friend. Uh, and then also listen, don't sleep on the DP world tour this week. Yeah. Like if you, if you caught, if you caught the video this morning or you caught me on Facebook or Instagram, I mean, Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, Molinari, the, the, the good Molinari, they're all making appearances this week, it, mm-hmm. you know, at the Italian Open. So a lot of golf still going on because also the DP World Tour, they've got something like eight or nine events left uh, in their season versus the PGA Tour, which has turned the calendar 
already to 2023, although it's 2022. Yeah. And then after 2023 and 2024, we're going to be on a calendar year, but we're not there yet. We're here. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. live on YouTube, or if you're listening to this tomorrow or any other time in your car. Yes. We're super pumped. There is golf this weekend, but there before we go any further, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you a few questions. Uh, yes. or I got a well, couple statements first. Well, actually, no, we are <laughs> going to start with a question, question, statement, question. First of all, what was that blue drink you were just drinking? Oh, this is my go-to right here. So this is, it's simply, it's, it's white rum, it's lemonade and it's a, a squeeze of the, um, the blueberry crystal light, like the liquid flavor mixer, just on ice. And it's just so refreshing. It's the perfect summer drink. Does it have a name or did you steal this so, from somewhere? So, no, no. So, I I mean, I'm, I'm, look, I'm sure there's drinks out there that are somewhat the same lemonade, blueberry, and rum. That's not exactly out of this world uh, innovative. Uh, but I call it a cloudy day because it's not it's so cloudy now. But when you first mix in the blueberry, it just kind of swirls in like a like cloud. So. Dear God, I hope that audio is on your end and not mine. If you missed that, what he said, it's, it's a cloudy day. It sounded like that came through an electronic mixer. Um, oh, really? You know what? Can you put a fan in the background? Is that what? No. I don't know if it's a fan oh. or not. It just sounds like Max Hedberg uh, took over the show. Kids, if you don't know who that is, Max Hedberg or Heg- Hedberg. Hedberg, just Google this thing that happened back in the 80s where somebody literally hijacked the television statement t- station in Chicago and started pirate broadcasting their own thing. Became like a whole MTV icon back when they used to play music videos. But um, no, Cloudy Day, that sounds good. I was going to go with Smurf Shandy. That was the name I was going to give it because it looks like Smurf and it it sounds like Shandy. I don't drink Shandy. It's not, I just don't. It, I had once and it was a little too sweet. Bourbon. We're drinking yeah. bourbon for the pod juice today. New England nice. Barrel New England Barrel Company straight bourbon whiskey. They're small batch. They are out of Dover, New Hampshire. So oh, maybe, divots, maybe divots and pivots. I'll have to go do a little uh, little tour of the of the the brewery. Got to do it for brewery. It's not a brewery. brewery. Come on, they're not going to you in now. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here and come back in with with a good attitude and a better voice. Um, <laughs> no, we're just going to start the show over. Hold on. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, no, it is is a tasty drink. And uh, look, I know it's not the only uh, lemonade, blueberry kind of rum drink out there because there are a few very specific drink companies that uh, that I've seen with those mixers that you can get in pre-mixed cans. Uh, More to come on that in the future as I try some of those. But yeah, so I know it's out there, but I like the way I make it. That's fair. That's fair. We got to work on your audio. So... You know what? My, uh, my internet signal has been wrong. Thank you, Britton. I appreciate it. If you see anything that makes you think our audio does, if I'm the only one hearing this, somebody be like, bud, let it go. He's fine. Um, but it's, it's getting in. While you're doing that real quick, I said that I was gonna start with a statement and then a question, but my statement, and then I was interrupted by your blue Smurf drink that we're calling a cloudy day. I like that. Is, cloudy that. is that better? Not even close. So it wasn't, but um, Jesus. Okay. No, I think I think it's your internet connection. It's I think it is it's been it's been off and on all day. So I do apologize to the listeners. Speaking of listening, if you are listening right now, <laughs> then you found us on podcasts, which means you found us on Spotify or we are on Apple Podcasts. It's been a while. It took... That was a good little sound effect. We got to time that up again. So we're on Apple Podcasts. That's the bit. That's one big announcement. Another big announcement. I can't, we, you know, we, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Piper real quick. Get your balls. You need balls in life. You need balls in golf. And Piper's got you covered on both. And then head on over to Mahler Bros and check out what they've got going on. And when you check out Live, not Live, Div Piv, Div Piv. <laughs> we're talking Live later. Div Piv, 10% yes. off. Let them know we sent you. Better yet, go get a second ball All American shirt. Yes. There's nothing. There's nothing that says forgiveness, that says golf, that says America, like second ball All-American. So go get your second ball All-American shirt. They've got them ready to order. Customize it with whatever color you want. Send them to a friend. Stock up on your stocking stuffers early. The question. And and as you talk, I'm going to bring up a view as you keep talking here uh, of the shirt uh, in case uh, uh, any of our viewers have not seen it yet. They can see exactly what it looks like and get all hyped for it. So as we keep talking, I'm going to bring that up and share it here in a second. I've had the phrase second ball, all American floating around my head since I learned it from a buddy in high school. And this, and, and really 
Um, this I can't thank the Mahler brothers enough, and I'm probably butchering the name. They'll correct me one of these days, but the work that they've done and turned this around and make my dream come true, which is I'm sure what they were saying is we can't wait to make Bud a happy bear. And they did. So <laughs> that is who I am toasting my new England bourbon small batch to tonight. Uh, and to here it is. There's the second, there's the second ball, all American shirt. Oh, is it? She, if you're it, listen, if you're listening to this, then you're not missing anything because Andrew accidentally X'd out of it. X'd I didn't X out, out of it. I tried to zoom into it because because my internet get is that being get fun that today. Get that red one up there. <laughs> the red one. That's what you. The, yeah. So, here, just, so here's the thing. It comes. It comes in black, red, white, uh, navy, and gray. Uh, are all the colors you can get in. Look, they're sharp. Uh, you get the logo. On they the are. Front, and then and then as Bud said, the second ball, all American on the back with a. A fancy golf ball trophy design. Absolute fantastic work by Mahler Bros. So once again, huge shout out to them. We can't wait to, to everything that we got coming in the future with you guys. Uh, if you're out there listening, which I know you are because you're in our comments right now. So love to hear that. And yes, you nailed it, Josh. The new hat I am wearing, the new Mahler Brothers hat Thank right you. now. That was my next point. And let me tell you right now, this is the exact type of hat that I love the way it fits. Because I'll, sh- I'll show you right now. I love the flexibility of the front of the hat. I love when it's not just like stiff and straight up. Cause I don't have the forehead for that. I got a small forehead. I can't wear the hats that are nice stiff front. So this is the perfect hat for me. I love it. Go get yourself one on mylabros.com. Uh, they have a bu- bunch of different color designs. So definitely check that out. And as Bud said, div piv D I V P I V 10% off. Good thing we like to talk about golf because sling and merch is not our forte, but we have to give respect <laughs> and thanks and gratis where it is due and sincerely appreciated. So Piper, Mahler Bros, Fantasy National. Listen, Fantasy National had the Fortinet. They were ready. They're on they it. turned the page and they've got they've got the players on there. You can check them out. We might dive into that a little bit later if we have enough time left over after getting through all the um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you, I'm not gonna say anything mean just yet. All the stuff that Andrew has strong feelings about. We'll, we'll call it the week. chaos. The, the, the chaos is in the title of the episode. So we, we can call it chaos for now. I agree. But before we even do that, you, you, you were chirping proudly and I can't do anything, but say tip the hat to you. You did well this last weekend in DFS football. I, I in did. my premiere and uh, this is such a great, in my premiere under the Northfield lights, I was, I mean, I gotta say it was 28 to three and I, and I didn't make it like, I was sitting there and Derek Henry Henry and Saquon Barkley right at the end. I needed two points, two points after Barkley gets the two point conversion. So, so you know where I was sitting before when they decided to get cute instead of give it to him again. And then earlier. Yeah, but I think I think my biggest weakness was now I uh, I try I think I tried to get cute and I tried to go from the gut. You know I I know what I'm doing, and yeah, I ended up with I ended, <laughs> I ended up I ended up with fifteen hundred dollars in my hand and two empty roster spots, and that's when I was like, all right, Oops. I went I went straight to that I went straight to the I'm in the league that I'm in. We they use we use Fanduel. I use the Pit Guru. Yep. Hey, you know. Hey, look, it work it works sometimes. I wouldn't make my whole lineup using the Pit Guru, but if you if you use that and they kind of cycle through every now and then, it's a good place to find some value guys that you wouldn't have thought of. That's, and that's where I was getting at is I almost ended up with everything that, what do you need? We got a guest coming in. No, it's fine. Go and grab whatever you need. Yeah. You're not, you're not on camera. Trust me. Um, But that's exactly what I noticed. It was phenomenal for was for the value picks. Uh, I, I almost ended up with pretty much everybody I thought I was going to end up with on the front end. Uh, obviously I had to make a couple of sacrifices. Otherwise the math would have added up the first time, but I, I did kind of end up going with the value picks from the, the guru and it did me all right. So there are questions that I have for you and I can't tell if this is going to be great. This is wonderful television right now uh, because I can't tell if Andrew is frozen and I'm just sitting here by myself, which I'm fine. I've got you to keep me company, and that's all we need in the world is each other. But um, once he comes back live, we will dig into my first swing, pun intended, at fantasy, kind of taking it a little more seriously than rolling over on Sunday morning and just kind of getting in a lineup just so you're not the jackass who held up the league for the week. Um, I think I kind of went I kind of went south when Hunter, Hunter Renfro made a prominent appearance, and he was – 
he was kind of getting overshadowed and I don't think he's going to see the, the kind of looks that he saw last year and any kind of year before that. So um, when Andrew gets back, we will pivot straight back into the DFS football world just for a couple minutes. I need my, I need him to tell me what to do from start to finish just a little bit. I just need a little direction. It's all I needed in golf. And I love the phrase I use him. I use it again. I dusted his ass and I can say that because he's not in the studio right now. So when he gets back, we will talk a little bit about the DFS football kind of one-on-one as teased, but if you didn't get it yet, go to Belly Up, Belly Up Media, go to Belly Up Sports, go to their website and find Andrew's latest link or latest article about the live experience. Homeboy has got some thoughts about live and, and he's stolen my, he used to say what slice and bud. And he decided, forget that. I have feelings too, damn it. And he decided he was going to put them on paper. I'm glad he did. I know that there's people on the internet are glad he did, uh, but it's, it's fair because he points out some pertinent points and then a simple solution that he naively puts out there to say, can't we all just get along? But he's not wrong. Uh, so back with us now finally is the beautiful face and the dulcet tones of Mr. LaDuke. Thanks for joining us again. I was just talking about Fantasy 101. Okay, so I, I so first of all, what was the last thing you heard me say? And what because I lost you know, yours. I stopped hearing you the second you said, "What do you need?" Looking off camera. Uh, all right. Well, then let's start here. <laughs> Setting up my lineup this week. Where do you start? Like, what are the factors that you when you go to set a weekly DFS lineup? Um, let me get like two or three kind of questions out there at the same time sure. because you know nothing's easy with me. While you do that, I'm going to pull up drafting. Are there are there certain things that you're like this is week to week, you're always going to start here. Or does it change every week? Are there certain factors that you might look at the schedule and the matchups first, or are there certain positions that you go after first? Like tell, walk me through kind of how you would tell an eighth grader who's never done this, although eighth graders probably have better experience than I do right now. Um, but a small child, how would you teach them just like, all right, you're going to set a lineup, junior. This is where you start. So my, for my process, the way I do it is I usually start actually um, by trying to find a, a value tight end and a value defense because when it comes to playing out my money, um, those are the two positions that are um, drastically different from the price of all the other positions. So your quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers are generally in a similar range of top-end pricing to mid-tier pricing. Your defense's top tier is like, 4,100, which is like very low tier for all the other positions. So when I'm looking at it's just for my own process, it doesn't really change how you like you can get to the same end point, whether you start with them or not. I like to start with getting some value in both of those positions so that I can then really have a sense of how much I can load up uh, across the board in the other positions. And then I typically go um, either one value running back, one value receiver, or I'll do two value receivers. So then I can do a, a top end wide receiver, top end running back. And I try to stack it with a quarterback somewhere along the lines. So you are a two, two follow-ups. You are a fan of stacking. I saw that term out there. Yes. In other words. Okay. You are a fan of stacking. Uh, it's, you got, it's, you got to try to find a little leverage everywhere you can. So you don't need to stack to win or to win big, but if you just look at if you just think about the odds, if you can find if you can correctly pick the game that is gonna have the most points from both offenses, and you can stack one of those offenses with a quarterback, a wide receiver, and a tight end, or even just a quarterback and a wide receiver, and then you run it back with a wide receiver from the other team that they're facing, it's then you're just you're just like from a logical standpoint, your odds are going up of scoring maximum amount of points there because if you have a good feeling that this game is going to be you know a 40 to 30 kind of game where both teams are going to get like three or four touchdowns you're going to have good odds of between your quarterback and those two receivers and possibly a tight end if you do the double stack then you're going to have a good chance of having you know four touchdowns on your team at minimum and so okay perfect and then also my question about the tight end you keep referencing this value tight end sure. and this is a two-parter a does value mean a specific price range like are you saying listen i'm not paying any more than x for a tight end so i mean i typically don't go top end tight end unless the matchup is just like too undoubted in this in the situation is just too like undoubtedly like this guy is gonna like like say everyone was hurt except for travis kelsey you know he's probably gonna go for 100 yards and a touchdown maybe two touchdowns like then it's worth it but for me to spend top tier money at the tight end position when any given week, 
especially at the tight end position, someone who only costs like 2,500 comes out of nowhere and scores a touchdown. And when you're only paying 2,500 for someone, they only need a couple catches, like 30 yards and a touchdown to pay off their price. They Sometimes they don't even need a touchdown if they get enough catches to pay off their price. So, so you, uh, I, I've always been scared of, of going that low for a position player, even though it is a tight end. See, but I think tight, because, but that's the thing, a tight end that just, it's so, each week it's so, just all over the place. So in the era of Gronk, when he was being priced up in the, you know, all of a sudden Gronk, Travis Kelsey, every, every once in a blue moon, is, is that just cheese? Is that like, don't take the bait, don't go up there. There's, there's, unless you're going to stack them again, Gronk, Tom Brady, and you have one of those games where Gronk gets, you know, two touches in a hundred yards. So if I end up doing that, I will, t- if I go top end tight end, it's usually because I'm doing a stack with that tight end. Got but it. then That's a lot of, but then a lot of times what I do is if I am going a, a stack, including the tight end in it, and that tight end is a, like a top three or four price tight end, I'll actually run it back in my flex spot with a second tight end at really cheap money. So that then I low then I can have like three top. So I guess that was my. Yeah, I was about to say, is there ever a time where you're like that tight end? I, I, I I'm gonna have two tight ends because one of them's gonna be my flex this week. Double tight end can work. It doesn't always work, but it, it, in the last couple of years, it's been something that has gone to, uh, been you know been gone to a couple of times to win some tournaments. And and I'm not a I'm not opposed to double tight end. No, I mean you look at some of the the. the Wide receivers are getting wide receivers are getting stronger and f- stronger and bigger, and tight ends are getting leaner and faster. You know, yep. it, it is almost kind of like that in the defensive side of the ball, the whole nickelback. <laughs> but a nickelback being that hybrid linebacker. Look at this photograph. <laughs> oh God. Um, Sorry. You know what though? Fifty. They've sold what fifty, seventy million al- albums or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah I can't be shitting on them. Whatever. No, but it's fun. It's it's, it's just fun. Uh, I'm sure they're good sports about it. No, but back to what I was saying. So the the the, the tight end, I think, is going to keep trending that way. I think of the guy, a kid yes. coming out. I say kid, grown ass man. Uh, the Georgia tight end, University of Georgia, Darnell Washington. This ki- this guy is just stupid. He's like six three, six four, two sixty, hurdling guys. Yeah. Um, it, and, and that's what people are saying is like, that's, that's the tight end of the future because yeah, sure. He can sit there and block on the goal line or he can go out wide and run a go route and, and actually, you know, maybe have a shot at it. So um, I like saying go route as if I played football, never down in my life. People are probably listening to this right now being like, yes, kids. And also they play four quarters. You know what? I'm new to it. I've always been a fan, but uh, from this analytical side of things, your boy's a rook, but where I'm not a rookie. All right, so I'm going to keep you updated next week. Yes, you said yeah. you, you said you said you won big. Shouts to you. So Congratulations. I want to tell me a little bit more of that. Me. It's big for me, but in the world of DFS, it's not exactly big. But I did win a couple hundred bucks, so I will take that. And look, so when it broke down, because I was playing, I play. I played now a couple hundred bucks straight profit, or you're saying a couple hundred bucks in winnings? Uh, a couple hundred bucks um, winnings. Like once All I right. factor once I factor out what I spent. So that's profit. Got it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Pro- okay. Well, okay, I see what you're saying. I did do it backwards. You're right. Anyways. Um, it's a facto. <laughs> that, that was across all the formats. So when it came to just like the DFS lineups that I played where I'm putting yeah. together position players, that I broke even on it, like that almost down to the cents. I think maybe I technically lost like 20 cents on that, but it was like almost to the cent. I broke even on that. Um, and then the rest of my winnings came from uh, a couple parlay bets and uh, one of the DK pools on DK Sportsbook. Uh, so that was, a uh, yeah, it was, a it was, and you know what? I wasn't expecting to do good in that pool. I actually forgot that I had entered the pool that I entered and I woke up on, uh, in the middle of the night on Monday and just looked at my phone and went, Oh, wait, where did this couple hundred dollars come from in my, in my account? What happened here? So I'm, I'm looking through, I'm like, no, I didn't win it on my lineups. No, I didn't win it on any bets. And then I remember, wait a minute, I did a pool. And sure enough, I got like eight out of nine questions right on the Sunday night football pool on, on DraftKings. Um, if I had gotten nine right, I would have won three grand, which would have been fantastic. Uh, but I got eight out of nine right. So uh, whatever. But I think yeah, I, good weekend. I, speaking of the weekend, I think lives in for a rude awakening um, I didn't, I didn't know that they had. So early in the season, they did a Thursday, Friday, Saturday event. Uh, you know, Boston was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I assumed that was just because, um, just because it was Labor Day weekend yeah. and they knew that they would have not, they're going Friday, Saturday, Sunday again for Chicago this weekend, 16, 17 and 18. 
And mm-hmm. I, I, I will say DJ dropping the 60 footer for Eagle on 18. You have your marquee guy winning in front of the biggest crowd so far. And there was hundreds of thousands of people had streamed it and blah, 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 blah. That's great. There's a massive factor that's getting introduced this weekend <laughs> to the, and, and to, to the overall conversation about it. We're talking about, they're saying that's fine. We're just, it's a product launch year and that's yeah. fine. We, we just want to get it out there. They've and I think been they very have clear, very clear about that, but you, you see where even the PGA tour decided we're not going up against the beast. You know, the waste management is going to end yeah. on a Saturday again this year so that the, the super bowl can be on Sunday and yeah. they stop. you know, I think that's, that's one. No, it's not the, it's not the waste management. Um, Farmers, anyway. Oh yeah, one of farmers, those. That's the right. Yeah, they're yeah. ending. Yeah, they're they're going to do a Saturday ending again, just so they can you know not mess around with um with the NFL, which I think is smart. Yep. But if you let's say so, it's Saturday, and you're going to be watching golf because you had some strong feelings in it, 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 about just golf in general. So I am going to put a truth gun to your head and say it's loaded. You have to watch. You have to watch golf this weekend, and you can only watch one. What are you watching from the aforementioned golf that's out there to, to chew on DP world tour live PGA tour and why? So unfortunately this weekend out of, out of all three of them this weekend, I'm probably putting PGA third out of the three of them just because of the fields that are involved in the other two. Cause like you alluded to before the show, the DP uh, event this weekend or this week is nothing to sneeze at. You know, you got some, you got some big name guys out there. You got Rory team that like, that's gonna be that's gonna be another event. Um, and look, we saw Shane Lowry come out and win this past week at the BMW, and obviously there was a lot of eyes on the BMW for multiple reasons besides just the actual play. But that that the, I think that was probably one of the most watched DP World Tour events I'd say as far as mainstream went in a while. And a, there's a lot of big names showing up for these events now. I don't know if it's because they're trying to prove a point or like you said maybe they're using some of these events as a warm-up for the president's cup because that is coming up next week so i think i would put the pga third on this um and then from a uh, it would probably still be the dp world tour first and then live just from an ease of viewing because live is still just on youtube uh dp um i believe you're gonna be able to see on network television so uh from a from an easy access standpoint dp would probably edge out live for that reason only so I, I agree. I think DP world tour for me is going to be where the foci is because yeah. that's the outside quiet hockey, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> outside, outside, outside quiet hockey is exactly what, it, what we call it back home. Um, you have not met Beth yet, uh, Bud, but Beth is uh, one of our fantastic hockey writers and hockey on, um, on, uh, geesh, on screen personalities. Thank you. <laughs> so she is, uh, so fanta- fantastic hockey, uh, knowledgeable person there. Your boy, your boys from your boys, you know, born in DC and then raised everywhere south of that. But everybody in my family's from from Michigan. My mom, everybody, huge, huge Red Wings uh, contingency, and uh, in, in my in my family, not me. Haven't planted a flag on any hockey <laughs> on, on any hockey fields yet. Bruins, so, baby, um, let's go. Well, I'll, I'll fly. I'll wear the B proudly. But back to what you're saying about the most interesting. Fortinet will have my attention mostly because oh, you're welcome. Fortinet will have my attention mostly because the uh, it's it's here. It's what I know. I I'm intrigued by DP World Tour. Live for the lack of ease of accessibility. Although I say that, and every device in my universe has has a YouTube, has YouTube app on, on it. it. So that that kind of level is coming going to come down the ease of access. Um, I will say that I went through the the live field and there was only like three or four names that I didn't recognize, and that now it's all starting to come in come into into clarity here. Where, yeah, I mean, it is just competition. It, it kind of is just another opportunity to see you know to, to to let these guys have some fun, play something mm-hmm. different, attract a new crowd. Um, obviously the live tour is looking for that younger crowd who doesn't want to be out there out somewhere for 13, 14 hours just to see all their players. They want to show up, have a good time, have a couple of drinks, hit the food truck, uh, and you know, maybe stick around for Jason Derulo. I can't believe Jason. I saw, Derulo's I saw that announced. Dude, he's playing. Well, it was Saturday. He's performing, right? I think he's the final performance Jason on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I you think he is. So every song in a set is going to start like that. Cause that's just how they all start. It's kind of like needs to remind us of who's singing. 
So yeah, exactly. PJ you made an allu- yeah. you made an allusion earlier to uh, how you know what what's kind of bringing these players out. First of all, the BMW PGA Championship has always kind of big it, it, for yeah. them in the DP World Tour. They kind of treat it like we do the Memorial or Arnie's mm-hmm. Place. So it is kind of a, a bigger deal, which is why those names come there. Also, it attracts a lot of. It usually will, will attract a lot of PGA Tour players because it's normally played at a time where either the tour doesn't have something going on or it's a yeah. lighter field event. And to that and to that end, there is some chatter saying it's about time that they just go ahead and co-sanction this the way that they did the Genesis Scott, uh, Scottish Open. Yep. Pause because I this is where we I love Shane Lowry and two things. A Wikipedia. Somebody get out there and fix that. That I went to look him up on Wikipedia to make sure that he where he was from. And that picture's not him. It's not real. Yeah. It's kind of like I, I, I shaved a couple of years ago and I don't have the healthy beard like that man does. But yep. I got a little I got enough. I know and I saw you post that picture and for a second not, I was confused. I was confused until I realized what was going on. <laughs> I, I thought it, I th- I mean I thought I think maybe him and Jason Duffner were separated at birth. But um yes. Duff Daddy. <laughs> exactly. But Shane Lowry's smile reminds me of a warm hug. And seeing him and Rory, you know, kind of back there, hey, buddy, you know, we're one and one here. That's what Rory said to him. You know, I guess you won one, I won one. And Shane, oh, you've won enough, haven't you? Oh, that's gravy. Now, I will say I didn't actually see the comment, but I read the comment that I don't know if if it was direct or not saying, you know, Shane Lowry won one for the good guys. And all all I could think was. I didn't see that. That would have made it into the article if I had. I know that's why I brought it up because I, I, I reread your article before because I wanted to see if it was if it was referenced because I think that's a perfect kind of jumping off point to yep. what the state of things in golf and the fact that the way it started out you can't make comments like that and, and expect us to think you're being cheeky or fun I think you're being a dick when you say it because the lines that were drawn on both sides I will I will throw some shade at Liv. For how brazen yep. that they, well, how brazen and unaware you have to be to think that you were you were just going to get your cake and to eat it too. Again, exactly. you know, you got people coming out saying, um, "Well, all the changes that Phil wanted, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff." But Shane and I know, I say Shane like I know him. <laughs> um, no, but 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 in reality, it was like one of those things. I don't just I, I think it's unfortunate that that is the language or the line kind of kind of being um, being put out there. Pause again. You pointed out that there was some shenanigans earlier at Live with, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming you were referencing Billy Horschel and Ian sure. Poulter on the putting green and the pointing yep. and the gesturing. And we Which all is went one of those things that got absolutely blown out of proportion on social media with the fans because the fans right. blew it out of proportion. Right. This is that's why I don't blame them and I don't blame Shane. What if there is a good natured behind the scenes? I, I don't, I, you know, it does suck. Some of the things that were said or something like, listen, you told me this. I think that's all yeah. personal issues and personal yeah, items exactly. because it is coming from limited guys and limited places. And I don't, we've already been over the whole thing about, you know, oh, they're just here for the world, world golf rankings. Yeah. Just like you are. Shut up. Everything, exactly. you know, we talked Patrick about Heron, that last week a little right. bit. I think. So, so accepting all of that, we have to change our assumptions going into it. And that's why I think I posted last week, you know, well, are we supposed to use the putting mirror or not? Because maybe that's what they were arguing about. He walked up and was like, yeah. can you, like, what are you doing with this thing? Because Ian Poulter said, don't believe everything you read. Now, yeah. I want to I leave if, room in my and brain. If, for the- and if you watch the interaction, Billy Horschel does kind of, like, it looks like, they, it, lo- it, it looks like they came to some sort of, whether it was an agreement or, like, there were, there was... There was like a, a laying down of the arms where they weren't. It wasn't. They weren't I, I, out there yelling at each he, other or about to throw no, punches or anything. I, I mean, he could have. It could have been something as simple as like, "Hey, how's it going, Satan?" Now, now, if you're going to call me Satan, I prefer Rich <laughs> Satan. Rich Satan is the name now. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, uh, they they laugh, and then all of a sudden, how you doing, buddy? Exactly. exactly. We and I say we I, I, because I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna save this ship, then I have to become part of it. Yeah. We have to stop. It, going straight for the jugular, wanting the blood. And that's not even just in golf. You have to, you have to, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't just go for the, mm-hmm. the most scariest bottom of the barrel presumption. If do yourself a favor, how bad you think it is, force yourself to go. What is the best possible reason for all of this going down? And if you can't think of one, maybe you should pause because mm-hmm. there are very rare instances in this universe where true evil is happening. 
Uh, you can disagree with some people. Again, the business decision point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, they don't like that they're making these business decisions because there will be ripple effects. Some positive, some negative. Uh, I think Patrick Harrington has a point. <laughs> yeah. And I think Patrick Harrington, this is so funny that you got Potty Harrington and Shane Lowry winning. And But Patrick yeah. Harrington came out and he just says, I really hope the majors stay above all this. Like yeah. this is this is business. This is competitive golf. You know, it may it might even not be fun to watch how it's going on right now. But things like the Ryder, well, now the Ryder Cup and the President Cup, that's a whole different can of worms because those are officially tied to the organizations that run the PGA Tour events and whatnot. Yeah, um, there are some some bigger events that could get interesting with all of go this. on go 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 on. I was just tagging on to your exact point that the president's cup, the Ryder cup. Like these are some, these are some of the events that bring in the, the, were the events that would bring in, dare I say like the casual golf fan, because it was a different format. It wasn't exciting. Like it always had a different energy because the players were out there cheering and like high five. because it was a team event, it was different for like, and that's what live is. Well, <laughs> kind bet. of, you know what I mean? It's not I- the exact same, but, but it brings that different energy level that, that a lot of casual golf fans and right and you know a, a bad terminology for it, but full time golf fans have liked about them in the past. Like, and now there's people that I don't. I just that there just seems gonna, to be a lot of cross lines and that that and should like, be a that should be a shirt that should be a shirt right what? there. Full time full time golf fan. That's um, a good one. That's a good one. The the, the international <laughs> the internet garçon garçon. <laughs> The the international play, it's gonna be interesting to see the President's Cup and it, uh, in a weird way, I almost I, I in, in a weird way, if the if the internationals pull this out, I mean they're eleven one and one, likelihood of it happening is slim to none. I think Slim just checked out. But mm-hmm. if Rudy shows up and goes low for the internationals, it might not be the worst thing for all parties concerned to say, see, you know, it, it's not gonna be the end of the world if we do that said, that also might be the impetus for them to go, all right, that just proved it. We don't need the live guys. So, eh, I don't know. It's, it's it going to be interesting because, that, because that, that, that U.S. lineup is stacked. <laughs> that, that thing on paper, it, really, it, it looks unbeatable on paper. It really does. Compa- just so, in, in, in comparison to the, uh, to the, to the European lineup, not, not like it's the, the most well, who else, amazing. Who else, gonna, who else are you going to, who else existed, are you going to, Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, say, like who else it, are you comparing it to? Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so no. but look, it, but, and well, here, I'll, it looks like I'll let you finish your point because then I do want to get into how the college world is now being affected by live. And, and that's I want to talk that, about that. that that's where I was going. That's exactly where I was going next because after the, after Chicago, I, I, I don't think people are really, really going to tune in when it's over, overseas. And I, don't think that they're they might I think I think they will tune into the season finale because people will watch a championship of anything. I mean well, this, but cor- the season cornholes Mi- on the season finales in Miami, so that's what I'm saying. So when it comes yeah, back yeah. to the States, season finale, big market, big party, big party scene, South Florida. Um it's gonna be another a, Trump gonna, course it's at Doral. Right. It's gonna be it's so it's gonna be a scene, and I think people will tune back in then. In the meantime, we're gonna be paying attention to you know football. Uh, but when it turns the calendar to next year, that's, I guess I just don't know if, if this has a staying power that it, if it does feel great, it's a live event, but you got to mm-hmm. have eyeballs outside the live event. That's the only thing yes. that's going to sustain this thing. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be incredibly interested to see a, if any of the TV networks jump at this, if anyone wants a piece of this action, because they've proven yeah. that they can draw a product, but unless they're, unless they can show numbers that will outrate. I don't know cornhole championship. Um, you know mm-hmm. why would anybody put it on there? And that's Again, what they are going to need could, to take the next step. They or need, YouTube TV, they just go YouTube full time and say. I don't think this it's going to be what, enough though. That's so. I guess that's the question: is what is their what is their revenue generating plan? I mean, are they are they going to try to side ads and sponsors for these events? Is it going to be the first of all? They're not coming back to New England. Boo. Um, yeah. They will. I don't know. (laughs) I'm having a hard time. This is what this is going to sound bad. I'm having a hard time staying interested, staying interested in them right now, which Mm -hmm. make which which makes me think because they're playing in Chicago. Wonderful. They're playing at a place I've never heard of before. 
great. They're That's playing fine, yeah. on, you know, all of these things. Boston was here. Boston was live. It was, you know, we were out in the field. It gives it that energy. Uh, the, my reaction to them now is kind of like, all right, it's another option. It's another opportunity. It's out there. The players don't really, and I'm a huge golf fan. Like, like, yeah. like I am that person you're talking about, full-time golf fan. I'm reading about it every day. I'm all that kind of shit. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's such Here's a waffly weak answer, but I don't know if it's going to be actually get to that. Uh, last week I'm like, yeah, lives here to stay lives here. But then, well, so, the, I, so here's what I think they've, I think they've nailed the live experience when you're well, there. They've, I think they've nailed the fan experience being at the tournament where, and to your point where I think they are needing work is, and which would probably come with some sort of network deal is the TV and video experience. Cause that I think is, I think they have a lot of things in place that would be successful to keep people interested. Um, but such as the way the, the score is shown, the, the, you know, and how, and the, the constant action because of the shotgun start. Like, I think there's a lot of good things that would work on TV, uh, but because they don't have that set up and rumors are that Apple TV just said no to them because they, because they said it's too, it's all too controversial right now. Is, and that's just a rumor. I don't. I haven't had time to. I just saw that like a couple hours ago, so I haven't had time to like validate it. But it's a rumor. But it's you haven't like checked. You haven't checked your sources over at Apple yet. But it, but it seemed like it was a pretty like reputable story. You know what I mean? And because you would think you know they're on YouTube now. If they're gonna kind of make their way up the streaming platforms, like Amazon or Apple TV, seems like it would be the next step. And if they're not gonna be able to get that next step, then yeah, you're kind of right. I'm not sure they're going to find their way to network TV. Yeah, that said, Norman also admitted this is even next year's not so much a revenue jet. I mean, this year's the product launch. Next year's, you know, kind of like their first full season. And the then tweak, from there, the tweaks and yeah. And it's and again, money. We keep talking about how money is all money's the big X factor in some of these other failed mm-hmm. leagues. And if money really isn't going to run out, then you do have time. You know, uh, sure. they're not going to lose as long as they can keep paying the talent. These guys will keep out, keep coming out there and swinging a golf club. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, it, pause. I don't mean that pro golfers don't care. But I know course, what you mean, though. Yeah. But I mean, it, there were there was nobody watching some of these tee shots that you and I were in front of, and these guys would you know hit mm-hmm. it twenty five feet right of the hole and like almost break a club. They're pissed, yep. and it's because they're professionals they're playing for money. They're not playing for you or me. And they sure as shit aren't playing for any kind of prestige, so to speak, so, so to speak of, because I still think the downfall is the participation trophy aspect. At yeah. the end of the day, the kid slamming his club on the ground. I do. I, I think there should be a cutoff of individual payouts, but you're still eligible for a team payout. You know, yeah. if you, if you go 81, 81, 61, and that 61 on Saturday or Sunday on the on the 54th hole, that gets your team to, sure, you should get a slice of that pie. But I do, I still have a hard time looking at these guys take home. The, the kid who shot 87 at Boston, and then he turned around the next day and shot 64. Yeah. I thought it was cool because that, that looks fantastic. Was, right, or 65, whatever it was. It was like a 22 but It was, point it was a complete turnaround, though, yeah. Point. 22 points. Because we have points in golf, not strokes. <laughs> so 22-stroke swing. Uh, I was going to, I was going to glaze right past it. Can't, can't do it. Just like, uh, just like the Spapple uh, platforms that our, our podcast is on <laughs> Spotify and Apple, or just say Spapple like I did, Spapple. but to put there has to be some, there has to be heartache. There has to be pain. Well, none so, of us, none of us know what it's like to lose and still get paid out the rear. Well, what about that? Like, what if they just do something along the lines of, so because of the team format to where the first two days, it's the, the the top two scores count and then the last day the top three scores count these are four person teams what if if at no point in the three-day tournament your score is counted you don't get paid i like that actually a lot like like or you don't qualify like or you don't qualify for the the team for you don't qualify for the team pay or something along those lines like maybe you still get a small individual pay but you don't qualify for the team play but there's got to be there's got to team pay there's got to be i feel like something that you know, stops Pat Perez from making three, almost three million, and and not ever why, really. Why are we shitting on team? Pat Perez? He's <laughs> he's like the one guy who came out and said, "I'm here for the money." I, I know. Mean, like he I'm is. not. 
He reminds me of maybe, Fat maybe Joey. Because, maybe I'm not like, even maybe ashamed. Maybe it's because he wouldn't look at me when I said hi to him. I don't know. <laughs> His eyes are a little close together. He probably was looking at you. You just didn't notice it. <laughs> I like that idea, though, where you, you have to kind of – you have to post a score in order to, to get paid. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Liv is probably listening to this right now. Let's be honest. They love of course they are. There. And so they're going to take some of these suggestions because as we've, as we've talked about before – they're a small startup and they have that vibe going so they can make these yeah. adjustments. I don't think they're going to fuck with people's money mid season, but no. I can see some no. of these changes coming, coming out. They fucked with their clothes. Like, All right. <laughs> well, that's true. I can see how this could come out later. And these are the kind of adjustments they make, adding a layer of accountability, adding a layer of, you know, heartache and pain. Yeah. Cause I, I don't, I can't empathize or sympathize with somebody who did nothing and walks away with a lot of money that there is something and and i agree it's not american damn it i agree that is the one part of that is one of the parts of the live tour that i'm like i wish it wasn't that way (laughs) like yes i enjoy i enjoyed myself out there and i enjoyed seeing the players enjoying themselves like but like there's still some aspects that i'm not fully on board with and so now i'm going to pause and just think the rest of this out loud because obviously when you play the game out mentally these are the kind of things that they have to do up front to get everybody on board yes we will pay you we will pay you we will pay you now you so think past the two or three years or four years that we've got phil dj bryson etc the kid that you were just about to reference i don't even know his name so top Uh, rank it's puig it's like it's puig it is puig is it it daniel puig or david puig i forget it begins with the first name begins with a d but the last name all right so d puig arizona state no relation to yasiel that we know of um we'll get the i team on that though so he just decided to say no mas and he's gonna go to live he stopped me, you know, he's, he's going to, I think he's foregoing his junior, senior year, which it's not he's unheard of. His Jordan, senior year, yeah. Yeah. And in golf, that's not unheard of. I think Spieth, Justin Thomas, all the guys, yeah. um, it really is PGA tour light for, for, for them. It's the training grounds. Uh, but for him to say it, this is another, he's not the last one. Somebody else did it earlier this year, an Oklahoma state guy as well. Uh, not as well, sorry. An Oklahoma well, state and, guy, but he, he left as well early. Good. And Puig has played on, t- I think it's two other live events so far as like as like um some sort of exemption to get in. I think he was only paid like a thousand dollars to play or something right, like yeah. that, um, is what I read. But yeah, so he's he's already played on a couple of events, and yeah, now he's going to go full time there. So what I was so here's the part that I was because when I first read that that update that that was happening, I had like a roller coaster of gut reactions to it. Um, oh, take us all through them, please. And one of them was like, oh, like we nailed it. Like this is exactly what we said was going to happen. Like people were going to – like young guys were going to start coming out and, and using this as their trampoline kind of tour instead of your corn fairies instead of all – you know. Um, I know there's another one I'm forgetting right now, but um, – No, corn fairies, right. corn fairies, AAA, then there's – yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of them other. I was going to name one more, and I just can't remember it right now. Um, but so – so we we kind of said knew that was going to happen, but then but then I also went to, okay, so this feels like now it's like, you know, early two thousand, late nineties NBA to where guys are just chasing the money and maybe they're not actually ready. And then they you know maybe fall flat on their face, uh, and but then as you reference, golfers have been doing that for years, but it's it's just less talked about because they do kind of go from college to very similar ranks of college with the lower level tours and work their way up. So they're not exactly chasing the money. They're just chasing the scores at that point. And here's what the one thing I kept landing on is, and this might be such a reach. So you might laugh at me, but I had to work through this process in my head. I'm going to work through it here with you now. What I was landing on is that what worries me is that because the money is so enticing that we may see an influx of young college golfers leave college earlier than we're used to having. Maybe the amount of them that do goes up. And if there becomes no room for them on the PGA tour, or if they, it doesn't work out because they needed more time on smaller tours, like a lot of guys do to, you know, fine tune their game. I'm worried that they get maybe burnt out is the wrong word, but, discouraged in the world of golf to where they don't end up following it through to the path that they, they could have, if they went the other route. And it, like I said, this might be a complete reach, 
But it worries me that maybe 10, 20 years from now, we end up with a a lull of younger golfers that aren't up to par to the young golfers that we're used to seeing. <laughs> because, I, I like there's less of, because there's less of them coming through the way that the PGA Tour has them come through. And if the live does fall flat on its face, do we end up losing a generation of, like, potentially top golfer? Like, it's it just feels like it opens up a bit of risk. Now, I was actually not going to do this at all tonight. I was going to save this for off air, but two things: a, no, I don't think. I, I think. I think you. I think it is a reach because of the it is a reach. Spot. I know it is. No, 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 that's fine. I know you weren't. I know you were just trying to make like a thought exercise, which I'm glad you did because mm-hmm. it it brings me to the point of there's 48 spots, active spots on live, which I got a feeling what they'll do is end up introducing something like. Uh, like a, like I said, like a roster where you get six members on a team, you just declare your four starter, starters each week, and maybe there you go. If you don't get paid, then you get relegated. You have to sit out the next event no matter what, and your team is yep. down to five golfers to make a starting lineup. That would be fun. Anyway, because of that, so let's even say it's six. Six times 12 is – yeah, 72 golfers. We'll call it 75 to have three all-time alternates just sitting there should mm-hmm. you know the flu take out half a team. Great. You got 75 golfers. Yeah. That's a week. That's a weekend at a, at a PGA tour event. Yes. There were something like 9,000 people or 11,000 people who tried to qualify for the U S open this year. There is no dearth of talented golfers at, mm-hmm. even at this level. Like when we talk about, yeah, there's only a couple hundred guys who, who can play at this level. Um, and even fewer women, I'm just kidding. Uh, who can play at this <laughs> level? I'm just saying, no, I'm saying there's fewer opportunities. There's fewer, yeah, there's fewer yeah. tours. We no, see fewer I get what of you were them. Saying, yeah. There's just like the game is so small when you get to the higher echelons. Somebody's going to clip that out and be like, you sexist. I've got to, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Anyway, when you, uh, when you consider that there still are a lot. So what you just said, 12 guys, 12 guys come out, they forego, they fall flat on their face. Next man up, next person up. So you're saying the, the, the game some, of golf, some a, cream will always rise to the top. One million percent, and in a, in, in, I don't and it's not like, with you. like I said, it was a thought no, exercise. No, but here's here's where here's where it even gets clear. I think in a in a in a sport like football, and especially mm-hmm. NFL football, that's even a smaller pool of people who can who can do that. You think about yes. let's say let's say there was some weird random like conference of the NFL quarter starting quarterbacks. It was something they were going to do, and 70 percent of these guys got 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 the COVID. They had to sit out for a few games. There are not enough. There are not fifteen. Just you. You start going down the road. There aren't fifteen people who could come out and really kind of actually win, yeah. right? There's probably fifteen players who come out. There's fifteen Brian Hoyers uh, who could come out and say, "I can give you two, three weeks just to kind of bridge the gap." <clears throat> but like what you're talking about, it's even easier to find enough golfers who can come out and shoot the kind of scores that it takes under the conditions that. Now, again, there's only a handful that do it consistently, and that's all the mental game. But sure. to plug in holes, or even when you're talking about a small league with only 70 players, that's not a problem. The live is going to live as long as they've got money. But what you what you kind of pointed out in your article, and this is what I wanted to get back to when you say, is there going to be this like this huge shift, this jump? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But what's unfortunate is that the stigma is out there because of how it all got rolled out. And, yes. and, and now we're looking at, if you do go play over there, you're never allowed to come back here. I, I, I give it one more year. I really do. Mm-hmm. We just saw a lift camps. We're 50 minutes in the show. Cam Smith just got PGA player of the year, yep. right? You know, Rory McElroy or Scotty He's like Scotty Scheffler got the Jack Nicholas award. Roy McElroy got the Varden trophy and then Cam Smith, you know, as I just said, not everybody gets a trophy. So those are the three, <laughs> three greatest golfers on the planet right now. But a live player just got that, that trophy and people are like, Oh, you know, at, he should have gotten the, the Jack Nicholas award, but because of politics, it went to Scotty Scheffler, go F yourself. Scotty Scheffler had one of the greatest runs and seasons that we've seen in a long time. Don't have recency bias. Yes. But I think this is going to be the last time we see this kind of walls up. Nobody can ever come back. I think instead what they'll say is you're grownups and you're going to have to make mm-hmm. your decision year by year. Just kind of like I doubt any teams would allow a, so- a soccer player to play in the premier league and the Bundesliga at the yep. same time or whatever the hell that thing is. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want to yeah. go play there and then, then you're going to do La Liga next year, but you're not going to play on these teams 
at the exact uh, exact same time, I think that's what we're going to see. And but, but, but that's and, something it, Jay Monahan and Greg Norman should have figured out behind closed doors, not in the well, eyes of the public, not on TV, not on written like social media. Like we as fans don't need to know that. You know, I love I love that you say it, that it's, though. It's it's fun for the, us to know, but we don't need to. It only complicates things in today's world. Then why then why does attention, eyeballs, circulation, everything go through the roof when there's a mud fight going on? Like I said, it's entertaining. It's fun to hear it all, especially for so us is, who so talk is about it, golf. So is it their so is it their fault for behaving that way, or is it our fault? No, that's for, why in my for rewarding it. That's why in my article I put just as much fault on the fans. I said the fans also are playing a role in the, how all this is going down because, look, you brought up Cam Smith and getting the Player of the Year award, and there was a whole thing out there going around because somebody edited a picture saying that they've already um, removed like his parking space or something like that because it's, and, and changed it for a sign that said for PGA players only or something like that. But then they posted a picture of him standing next to the Lamborghini that both of us also stood by at the Live Boston event. That was right by where the play the players' locker room, and they were sure. acting like that was his car. He doesn't need a part like what I'll be like, and then and that's the con. That's, he that lost. The he lost. His, he lost his parking spot at the player at, at TPC Sawgrass, which I don't blame yes. him for. I, like I don't blame you. I don't blame them for taking. But, what, his but where I'm getting away. at with the fans here is that they that ran on social media. I was seeing those comments, and people were just believing the, that edited photo. Like sure, that but like the one like with him standing next to the car, and they and they're using that as like as ammo to go against each other. Like we as fans, what the hell is that gonna do for any? Don't of us? let me in with those people. I'm a loving guy. <laughs> I, I I have no problem. I genuinely have no problem standing above this and saying, same as you. But not, no. I'm not lumping myself in with them because this entire time I've been skeptical but fair. I've been open minded but mm-hmm. judgmental at times. I and I continue to say golf is a big tent sport. And I think yeah. that live will continue as long as the money's there. It is going to take a few years to find out where that, what that looks like, what the relationship is with the, with everything else. The majors are going to stand pat. They're going to say, listen, RNA yeah. and USGA, I've been saying this for weeks now. They're going to say, we don't need to change anything because to get into our tournament, it's an open. And, and we're, we, so by definition, we're not going to change anything. And then yeah. the PGA of America is going to go, we're not going to change anything either. Just, you know, we're just not going to make any room specifically to say if you win live, yeah. you get this. Like, basically, they're going to say, live, if you want to play in the live tour, that's your problem when it comes to things like world ga- world ranking points or getting into our major. That said, what's to stop live next year to say, all right, PGA Championship, live invitational, $100 million purse, 30 <laughs> to the winner. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm dead I think serious. I, I think I think there'd I think be a lot of guys think, that would jump so fast at that tournament. <laughs> I think, especially if it's especially if it's 54 holes, 54 holes, yeah. hundred million dollar purse, and 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 that's when all the uh, all of a sudden it's like, I mean, that's kind of how the Masters started, exclusive club. Mm-hmm. We're only going to invite people we like, and now it becomes this thing. So if Liv says, all right, thirty million, and even if you finish dead last, you're going to guaranteed a million. Come on in. We're going to play at this unbelievable golf course in the middle of bumfuck nowhere that you have to take like mm-hmm. a helicopter. They're going to make the biggest grand production out of this. And you're going to have guys like Justin Thomas sitting there looking mm-hmm. at the big picture. And I, and it's not the money. Cause at that point, that's, that's the, when Rory said you're offering guys with money, more money, he was right. But when mm-hmm. you offer them those kind of sums that they've never seen before associated with a, with a golf tournament. That's not just money. That is kind of groundbreaking. That is to say, I won this tournament that had the largest purse of any professional golf tournament ever. That's those are the little hairs that they're going to start splicing to siphon off. And that is when the PGA tour is going to be caught in a rock in a hard place to say, like, how can you deny the world's greatest golf Golfers the yeah. opportunity. Now I'm 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 being hypocritical here because I'm using mm-hmm. words that I don't even like saying deny. It's all choices that we make. They're not denying them anything. The players yeah, can yeah. go, there will just be repercussions. I'm just saying good business sense is to leave their brains open to the fact that if you're gonna have the most the best talent in the world, the most marquee players, um, you can't be selfish with them. You you have yeah. to give them a chance to go and showcase their skills. We've been doing it for too long. 
that's how the the, the official mm-hmm. DP World Tour PGA Tour relationship probably started from kind of an unofficial. All right, some of these players are going to go and just kind of play over here, and it was probably no big deal. I yeah. get it when I don't blame the tour for reacting the way they did. They mm-hmm. they were under threat, big money coming in, and you do. And have that's to why it said you can't blame them. If they felt backed in the corner, they felt attacked for something they had built over fifty plus years. Of course, they're going to react that way because that's how it was brought to their doorstep. And that's why Sorry. I put blame on PGA. I put blame on Liv. I put blame on everybody. I don't put blame on anybody. I say, I say the, the it's time to put the guns down. The, yes. the, the like the dust the dust is settled. Everybody's lobbed their mortars. All the mm-hmm. troops have gone where they're going to go. We've resettled the battle lines. I think instead of having World War One and having this be trench warfare for four or five years, and then we kind of come out where we started. Let's skip the four or five years of bloodshed and just and hash out some deals and some back rooms. This is, yes. you know what? This is when Cam Smith and Billy Horsch will get on a fishing boat and say, all right, this is what my buddies are telling me. What are your buddies telling you? Cool. Exactly. This, this is when DJ, you know, takes his boat, him and Brooksy go out and they meet up with Tiger and somebody else. And they say, let's go have a talk. Some of that's going to keep going. And I think that's actually, that was what the scuttlebutt was when Rory and Tiger and tomorrow and TGL and all that was getting, mm-hmm. was getting let out was Jay Moynihan is still the commissioner, quote unquote, Tiger, Tiger is the de facto commissioner of yeah. golf right now of golf, not the PGA yes. tour, because I think before this is all said and done, I don't think that Tiger was saying, this is what we're doing. I'm going to plant my flag and march on. I think there's gonna be some back channeling. Um, he's not going to get involved anymore, but there's gonna be people from that camp from TGL from tomorrow sports who are mm-hmm. saying I, what, what happens? Follow me here. What if we do this TGL, the, the tiger golf league, which I guarantee I, I, that's gotta be what it is. It's probably, it's tomorrow golf league, but I, tiger <laughs> golf league. We TGL, know what it really is. <laughs> right. And you know, they're going to be, I still have this tickle in my throat from when I was sick the week before live. Uh, <laughs> So take the, take the team the team aspect from TGL. We got these three person teams indoor yada yada yada. Play that out. It's supposed to be January to March, and they're going to break for the meet of the PGA season, and probably come back in the fall for their little playoffs and their follow up. Great. Let live play out through the summer and fall. Everything great. Here's what I want. I want the team that wins TGL and the team that wins live to then go and play a series of matches inside mm-hmm. and outside. You do, you know, one back, back and forth and that way. And then the winner start merging these two again, take out, take the soccer, the soccer kind of um, model where all these major leagues don't, and there's some, I I don't know. I know Dick about soccer. Uh, I know even less about the real football. They uh, (laughs) they're like, like there's some league where, where like the, the, the best team in the premier league, the best team in Bundesliga. I just want to say it again. Uh, Best team in La Liga. They all play in this. This is that that Champions League. I don't freaking know. But anyways, um, yeah. Take so. that model and start applying it to golf. Instead of saying, just say, all right, fair enough. You're gonna go play in that tournament, and maybe shut shut them out of the majors. Maybe you do shut them out of Augusta and PGA to say we 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 made our bones with these tours and these players and these relationships. We're gonna hold on to them. You want to you want to win a major? You got you're going to have to go over to the U.S. Open or the or the British Open. But if you finish in the top ten of the U.S. Open, you'll get an invite to Augusta. So that's exactly. going to be those backdoor ways in. And I think that's going to where like when I said before, where nobody's going to change a thing. The PGA is going to say we're not going to bar you from playing in this, but we're just not opening our doors. You're going to have to earn earn it through a high position at another major and get exemptions mm-hmm. that way. Which makes sense because, like you said, that's still holding true to their form. So I do it. I I like that you acknowledged that this is all business. Um, It is, and 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 I and I like that you acknowledge that everybody has a right to be pissed off. But I think my favorite part about all this is what you reiterated earlier, which I was trying to display. It's all our fault. If anybody's upset, Mm -hmm. get over it. I don't. I genuinely don't think that there. And I said this before. There are geopolitical, ethical, moral conversations that you can have. Fine. I don't think there's any room for those factors and variables when talking about how does golf work with these leagues? Because if we start doing that law of transference, then we have to go after everybody. And there's too many tournaments, too many sponsors, too many partners, too many, you know, too many people involved to start vetting everybody and holding them to this kind of 
purification standard. And, and that's, that's my own little soapbox mo- moment where <laughs> I agree with you. Everybody needs to stop being childish. I was about to say babies, but stop being oh, childish about this and accept yep. the realities and stop reading into, I say, stop taking your own personal political bias. And I use small P in political, meaning just <laughs> things that affect the polity, the people yeah. at large. Stop taking that and painting it on other people's actions. Just give them the benefit of the doubt. And that's what we learned going yes. out to live. And I, you know, when I was, when I sent a message to, to Hudson to say like, Hey man, good luck this week. You, um, you know, if you want to chat, he's like, listen, I'd love to chat. Not, you know, not doing the not doing the media thing right now. He's like, I'm just looking at playing golf and you know and spending some time with the family. And then we did have a little bit of a conversation offline and off the record because I respect yeah. the hell out of that. Like, sure. yeah, you do you. Start giving people the space that you would want in your own life. None of these people are not, you know, they did choose a public life. You know, you're making that kind of money yeah. that is kind of come with the territory. And but it doesn't give us the right to then say, hey, you went to live. How dare you stand for X, Y, and Z? Dude, until you walk a mile in their shoes, even if they are super expensive, comfy shoes, you still don't understand some of the problems that that come along with another person's uh, life situation. I mean, P. Diddy and Biggie said it perfect. More money, more problems. (laughs) P. Diddy and Biggie. There's some great interviews out there talking about P. Diddy when he had to actually (laughs) say to people like Biggie, like, dude, there, this is getting out of hand. We got to back. Anyway, we're yeah. gonna. That's gonna be. That's gonna be season. <laughs> that's gonna be season two of Divots and Pivots. The Pivots is gonna be rap, uh, rap stories from the '90s. Bone Love Thugs it. and Harmony. Oh, music! I'm glad you went to music because if you've been catching okay. any of our morning videos, I'm yes. dropping a little daily suggestion on something to just get you get you going, get you a little pep, get you a little something something for the day. And uh, next week I will share it. I'm trying to work out a title and we'll have a playlist together on Spotify. I'll keep adding to it every day. And uh, nice. you can find that you'll be able to find the divots and pivots uh, drive time <laughs> podcast is I think what, I, or drive time playlist is I think what I'm going to call it. I love it. I love it. But Hey, time flies when you're having fun talking about golf and fantasy football. Um, that's going to bring us to the end of the show here to another fantastic Tuesday night. We thank you, as always, for joining us. If you watch us on YouTube, if you watch us on Twitter live, um, and look, if you're listening to us uh, in these following days on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of the other places you get your spot, your podcasts, thank you to you as well for the support. We love you. Remember, go check out Piper.Golf, Div, Piv, D-I-V, P-I-V, and check out Mala Bros. Uh, you can find the link to their website on the Div, Piv, uh, on the divots and pivots twitter account at divots and pivots uh right there in the uh the bio you can find the the link to their website there go check out our new merch there the second ball all-american t-shirt and then all of their golf shirts i can't wait for my order to get here i ordered a ton i spent so much money and i loved it because i needed a whole new wardrobe and i bought a ton of shirts uh so they're fantastic shirts get over there check it out as always div piv again d-i-v-p-i-v And look, we will see you guys next week as we get ready for the President's Cup. You know that's going to be a fun time. So come check us out, 8 p.m. Tuesday night. We'll be here. We will see you guys later. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply.